What's up guys? Welcome to the Flawed Dad's Guide to Parenting, the podcast all about the average flawed dad learning to be a better parent. Today's topic is all about the idea of jobs or side hustles, as you were, that your kids can do and all the benefits of doing it. Continuing on our topic of what basically you can do during the summer with your kids, we explore some of the jobs that we have done or are doing with our kids, some things to consider when getting them going on their own jobs, and the benefits of considering doing this. Also, as always, if you're new to the show, please subscribe. It really helps us out, and you'll be notified every Tuesday and Thursday when we release new episodes. Stick around and listen as two flawed dads try not to screw up their kids too bad. Warren, hello. Hey, Graham. What's happening? Happy to discuss, as always, our thoughts. Yeah. Now, we kind of teased this one in last week's episode, and I'm really excited to chat about this because this kind of hits like a sweet spot for both of us. And it's something that we've actively been doing with the kids. Yes. Yeah, it's a two-parter for basically what to do with your kids to keep them busy. Um, But this one is... uh, it can have a double benefit of actually teaching them some other life skills. Yeah. And, and something that is often never, for whatever reason, taught in schools, and that's actual money management. Exactly. And it's a huge thing that is really missing in society, both appreciation for, for a dollar and work ethic. It baffles me that is not taught in school. It seems like it absolute unless you're fortunate enough to have uh, some influence parents typically or whatever it is that actually um, prioritize trying to teach money management. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's never taught. I don't get it. Like maybe in math class as an example, but yeah. not as like a habitual thing of this is what yeah. you want to consider doing. Can I make a very unpopular opinion statement uh, <laughs> with regards to why I think? Is it unpopular to me? <laughs> yeah, no, or Because no. I'm feeling it's not. <laughs> I, I think that our current education system is still so focused on creating robotic, like automaton style children that go to work in a factory rather than an entrepreneurial mindset. Um, granted, our education system is moving more and more towards questioning things and, and wanting to find answers like the scientific method sort of thing. Right. But there is still a lot of it that is rote memorization, repetition. Like, why do you need to know the date that Christopher Columbus came to America? Oh, you're hitting you're hitting the like, pain point what, on your one. What is the whole point of that? Oh, like, I've gone on that tangent so often. Does it so matter often. what year? It may be in relation to other global events, but specifically to be able to re- recite that in 1692, yeah. Christopher Columbus crossed the ocean blue. Is it 1692? Yeah, it's 1692. Uh, I have a blank stare. I, I, anyways, like, I don't, I think that the world is changing so much with regards to what our children are likely to experience yeah. from a work aspect that it is incumbent on parents to teach this type of a thing. Yes. And to foster it from a very young age that a child has the capacity to make a living doing whatever they want yes and the problem solving that benefits yes. from when you're trying to create something on your own yeah. and how to work through things the problem solving aspect i think is the the single greatest aspect that we can try and teach the kids it also teaches them failure because exactly. because entrepreneurship is 
fraught with it. Yeah. That things are not going to work out the way that you want. And you have to get over it and get going. And the most successful individuals have failed many times. So many more times than they've succeeded, just that they know all yeah. the different ways. I, I've, I've just learned how not to screw up. I can't remember the statement, but yeah. it's something like that. Well, and, and the big thing now is fail fast. Right. Yes. Is is figure out what is not going to work very quickly and move on to what does work. Yeah. I know I've had a long term conversation with my both my father in law and my father about um, memorizing math. Yes. Um, and multiplication tables and things like that. Granted, it will make um, problem solving a little bit faster, um, but I maintain at the core the most important part at least for my daughters, is as long as they know how to do it, I think the memorization part may just come naturally because if you do it enough, then it mm. sort of sleeps in there. But I won't make it a super priority. And and they are very much opposed to that. Like, no, it, you have to memorize it. It's absolutely important. And so I said, okay, what is uh, 2,157 times... 1955 right two just random numbers huge numbers mm -hmm. right and they're like well we don't know that i'm like well why not math is very important mm -hmm. why have you not memorized every single mathematic formula <laughs> all the way up to the 2000s and i said here's the reason why and i asked google i turned around and said hey google what's whatever those two numbers are mm -hmm. i couldn't remember what it was right and one second later out comes Google with yeah. it's yeah, one million, like yeah. whatever the answer was, right? And I was like, yeah. this is the reason why I need them to understand problem solving is because mm -hmm. automation and AI will be around to handle all of the routine shit for you mm -hmm. when you get later on in life. I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you to an extent. I do think that, that there's an aspect of it that is important, particularly if you are involved in any form of negotiation. Uh, granted okay we'll go, go into the but yeah my the, the overarching part i said the problem solving yeah. and they will yeah. start to learn i'm yeah. not saying demote it like don't memorize it at all mm -hmm. i'm just saying that um basic math uh, there's definitely i'm not saying don't eliminate basic yeah math. i'm just saying knowing i, I prioritize knowing how to do it mm -hmm. right because if you're in a negotiation like that yeah. you can still work it through it might take a bit longer if you yeah. don't memorize it etc but the problem solving aspect yes. because in the world that we're moving towards people who are not able to problem solve mm -hmm. are going to be the ones that either totally don't have agree. jobs yeah. or <laughs> totally are agree. going to be working some pretty yeah. low-end stuff it's the people that can figure things out which is the whole point of yeah. uh, business ownership. So we've, we've given some framework as to why we're discussing this. Obviously, you and I are both very passionate about this. <laughs> that was a heated five minutes. Yes. And uh, what are so what are some ideas for kids? And I think you have to break it down into age categories as mm -hmm. well, because, you know, a a seven or eight year old isn't going to be able to do the same things that a 13 or 14 year old is going to be able to do. Right. But it is out there um, quite easily. Okay, so th the one thing that um, our kids, McKenna, um, our oldest six-year-old, um, is doing right now and doing very well mm -hmm. is collecting bottles. Yeah. Recycling day happens. Um, whether that's, I would imagine, it's just sort of a common thing no matter where people are. Um, people put their recyclables out 
Um, we have a bunch of different bins that sort things out, et cetera. So she will walk along and now we go with her. Um, so it is a time commitment on our end for sure. Yeah. But she picks up a whole bunch of cans. Yeah. Um, and then we go to the return at depot. Yeah. And uh, get her money. And she's, I mean, it's it's no joke for a six-year-old. She's yeah. making uh, $70, dollars $100 sometimes a week. Yeah, just doing that. That's pretty substantial for a, a six-year-old. I was talking to a, a friend yesterday, um, and he's a, a fan of the podcast, um, a listener. So, Lloyd, this is for you. He mentioned that he also does the same thing with his older son. Um, they go out and they collect uh, cans and bottles on recycling day, and right. they go in and deliver them. And it's a fantastic way for for. Uh, his son and and for McKenna to earn a little extra money. Yeah, and it also from an environmental aspect, it's it's great as well. It is amazing how many, uh, like how quick you can get bags and bags. Mm-hmm. Like sixty dollars, a hundred dollars a can. That's a, a committed. That's a lot, that's a yeah. lot of cans. Right? Yeah. There's no joke in terms of the our backyard when we end up collecting all of them and having to return them, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and for us. The reason why it has made it okay is because our system, um, you can basically drop full garbage bags uh, yeah. full of cans and they'll count them for you. So if you have right. to sort it, well, that that certainly drags down the, the commitment because it's gross and yeah. nasty and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, we foregone that. With the other part that I've challenged McKenna about too is – so just going off of this entrepreneurial side of things, mm-hmm. right? Is is the quest to, is there a way that we can optimize? Is there a way that we can think about doing something better, more efficient, or a better idea, a different yeah. pathway, a different route? Like there are so many different options to potentially, with the same effort, yeah. can we get a greater yield, Yeah. right? And what can we do with that? And so brainstorming with her, um, which we have yet to do, but it will be something that she'll be doing so soon, is obviously six-year-old, 12-year-old, mm-hmm. whatever it is, younger children um, in that zone, people love the idea that uh, kids are going around and doing this, right? Yeah. They respect it. Yeah. If you happen to do a roots often enough, you get to get an idea of, the individuals that put out a decent amount of cans. Right. Right. So like my house, yeah. <laughs> like your house, yeah. <laughs> um, which we don't collect from you actually, which is interesting. Yeah. Maybe put that on a list. Um, so what we are going to do um, through talking it over with McKenna is I think we should write. What if we do handwritten notes saying mm-hmm. I'm McKenna. I noticed that you, have bottles or whatever it is and here's a plastic bag would you mind putting them in here here's my phone number and i'll come and grab them mm-hmm. whenever you want mm-hmm. if it's every week or once it's full yeah whatever it is and and i think if it's a handwritten note from a six-year-old right a little yeah. story etc the amount of people that would set that aside because they're doing the same effort anyways yeah exactly um i would imagine it would be very good and that removes the dependency of having to go out at a specific timeline oh monday morning is our recycling time yeah um okay well we need to go out monday morning if it's raining or whatever it is well yeah. if someone's doing it for you you collect a whole bag it's far more efficient yeah um and so just 
those things, the challenge that, okay, well, if that works, what else can we do? Yeah. Is there something like, do we go to other neighborhoods? What, mm-hmm. like, you can really expand your operation yeah. uh, potentially. Yeah. Um, by not just doing something similar like that, it's challenging. What can we do better? Is there something like, what about these plastic bags? Is there something yeah. more we can do here? What can we, like, that effort. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? I love it. Love it. Um, I think we'll keep moving on to more ideas. Um, so one that, that our girls have done for, for some other people is pet sitting. Right. So feeding fish, feeding cats, dog, walking dogs, that sort of thing. Right. So pet sitting is another really good one for kids that teaches them responsibility. They've got to care for another, uh, living being, that sort of thing. That's, that's a very effective one. Um, also good, um, in the fact that if by chance the children are looking to mm-hmm. have a pet. Exactly. Realizing how much work is involved um, That's with right. it. Yeah. Um, another one would be things like yard work, right? So cutting lawns um, can be a great one. Weeding. Uh, that's a huge one. Like I, I could tell you if a kid came up to my door because I can't get my kids to do this. If a kid came up to my door and said, you know, I'll weed your garden once every two weeks for 10 or $15. Bang. Here's the money. Yeah, by all means, you know, that's something that I would definitely support a kid going around and and doing. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, And and I would imagine that you probably end up paying more if it's a a good job, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would definitely give them more money for that. Right. Like, this is, uh, I despise this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, And other things like shoveling snow in the winter. Obviously, it's not a great summer gig, but uh, in the winter, uh, going and shoveling walkways and and staircases, that kind of stuff. That's a great way for a kid to earn some extra money. Um, There are lots of things, actually. Like, just think you could go and rent uh, a power washer. Yep. For example. Yeah, right? a little little tough for, for five to ten year olds, but for teenagers. Exactly. Great going... great summer job to have a, a pressure washer and, and go and, and pressure wash driveways and, and walkways, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think the important part is the the backstory, right? Yeah. Like leaving a note like, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. People will yes. absolutely is if you just knock on the door and say, Hey, I'd like to power wash your yeah. driveway or something yeah people are yeah no I, I don't want to but it's mm-hmm. like hey i'm trying I'm, to raise money for this yes yeah not with any like it's just me yeah i've rent this people will be like well damn like i respect am, here. i am much more likely to pay a 14 or 15 year old um that comes to my house who who wants to pressure wash my driveway than i am gonna pay a company that shows up in a company truck exactly Right, even though I know the job is is less isn't going to be as good, I am way more likely to give them the money to support them and right. whatever their goals are. Yeah, because I want more entrepreneurs. Exactly. Right, and if the job is really good, yeah, well then I bet you you're getting because I'm referring them to everybody. People have that yeah. either they're referring or yeah. they have that actually. Uh, okay, like. I, I respect the gumption. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. And then if it turns out good, you're like, well, damn, here's a tip as well. Yeah. Because my expectation is way beyond yeah. what I was expecting here. Yeah. Right? Um, and a, another interesting idea that I that I saw was going around and shining shoes. Oh, interesting. Like asking if you can, if you can, I mean, I've got a whole bunch of pairs of leather shoes that, that 
on occasion I shine, but it is a pain. Whereas if a kid came up to the door and said, I have $5 a pair to shine your shoes, I'd hand over my shoes. And, you know, if they returned the next day with, with those pairs of shoes, yeah, great. Right. Um, what about, what's your thought on lemonade stand? I do. I like the lemonade stand. I, I think that it's, it's a little tough, uh, unless you're in an area that gets a lot of traffic. Yes. Right. And exactly. Where I, the reason why I dropped that seed is, mm-hmm. is back to my sort of point. And, and I did expand obviously a lot on the, the can aspect of it, but it's more, the reason why I was hammering it home was the idea that you can evolve whatever mm-hmm. it is and challenge the, the children to, with any of the examples that we're talking about, right? Yeah. Power washing. Okay. Well, if this is starting to work, what else can you do? Is yeah. there a way that you can get some of your friends involved? Mm-hmm. Is there something that you can, like... Yeah. Some, now the real capitalist comes out. Right. You know, profiting there, off of somebody else's labor. Exactly. Yeah. Is there a tool, like, is is the power washer mm. not very good? What happens if you get a better... Right? The, the, the challenge aspect of asking the questions of, of how to strive for a better option. And that's yeah. why I would really focus on the, the can aspect, because yeah. it was something that we're heavily doing. Um, the lemonade stand, to your point, exactly. Yeah. You said at the lemonade stand. Mm-hmm. Kind of slow, isn't it, little one? Mm-hmm. Um, hmm, that, like, what is it that we could do about this? Mm-hmm. Right? Is there anything else, right? We could do well. But trying to come up with ultimately, let's move to a place that mm-hmm. has more people. Yeah. Right? Is there a place that we can go? Why don't we set up shop in a parking lot? Yeah. At a grocery store. Now, Sometimes they might be oh, against that. But. Well, it's not just a grocery store, but you have to check with your local city because there are city bylaws with regards to that. And I I've know. seen bylaw officers actually come and ticket kids for that. Now, tangent, but... I've seen that too, and granted. Go piss up a tree. Oh. Like, give me a break. Um, I, I like the idea of the lemonade stand. Okay, so you get a ticket, right? Mm-hmm. Do you just say, maybe there's a way to get a permit then. Mm-hmm. Right, look at that, and then roll down yeah. with your. Then there's where there's a an issue there. There's also an opportunity. Is there a way to get that permit? Yeah. Right, because no one else is getting that permit then, mm-hmm. because no one's thinking of doing that. And then you're dominating things because yeah. no one else is around, yeah. and everyone else you're the only game in town. Yeah. And and what can you do? How can you operate and expand? And yeah. where there's a problem, there's probably a solution. In the other way is is trying to. Yeah. You know, facilitate that aspect of yeah. things. Now, another thing, and this is particular for younger kids uh, who can't wash an entire car. I mean, washing cars is a great one, but washing tires. So just washing the tires, but doing a really good job of washing tires. Well, interesting. Having a little right? shine on there yeah. and a whole bunch yeah, of exactly. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like um, taking some, whatever it is that, that you spray on the on the tire and, and right. that sort of thing. Um you know, particularly in dusty areas, that sort of thing, that that can be a really good one. Yeah, going for a unique aspect of things, the things that uh, gutter cleaning. Yeah. That one. A little tough. Yeah. Older There's a safety thing yeah. as well, too. Yeah. You sort of. But washing windows mm-hmm. um, for, for older older teenagers. I mean, I hate washing windows. So if a kid came by and said, you know, I could wash all your windows for whatever it is, 20 bucks an hour. Hey, done deal. Um, 
for slightly older kids, like kids in the preteen and and young teenage area, teaching music to younger kids. Right. Right. Drums or or piano or that sort of thing. That that can be a great uh, money maker. Entertaining at birthday parties, that sort of thing, like dressing up as a clown and and that sort of thing. Right. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, learning a trait like magic. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I any, bet you if you... Any skill set, yeah. Um, making cat or dog toys. Okay. Right? Uh, taking some rope, tying it up, that kind of stuff. We uh, made a, a dog yeah. toy yeah, um, with some dog. old shirts, yeah. and we cut them up and made that. And it was I great whether... until his teeth got you know really sharp, and he tore the thing to shreds. But it, it was one of the longer-lasting dog toys that he had. Any of those dog toys disappear in no time anyways, so... Yeah. Um, uh, then there's things like crafts, those sorts of things. So let's dive into the world of what they can do with online access. <laughs> so uh, Etsy, right? Etsy is a great place for kids to sell crafts that they want to create, whether it's handmade jewelry or paintings or anything like that. Yes. Um, if you have never seen Etsy before, I know you have, Graham, but uh, for our listeners, if you've never seen Etsy before... It's an online site where you can sell homemade goods. Um, and so you set up a profile and you take a picture of whatever it is you're selling, a description, a uh, price, and then people from around the world can buy them and you ship it out to them. So uh, if you, again, if you create a really compelling backstory and you have an attractive item uh, with good photography, you could uh, turn quite a, a business off of that. I, um, there was an article, it was a long time ago. Someone did a test, okay? They bought trinkets, um, worth 50 cents, a dollar type stuff, right? Very, very low valued things, um, and listed them on eBay. Mm -hmm. All right. Just a straight up auction for shit that nobody would really want. Mm -hmm. And they, they split up the different things, okay? For the one, they put, they hired article writers mm -hmm. to creative writers. And the point was, is just write a story, a backstory about whatever this paperclip is. Right. The travels it's gone through, whatever it is, okay? And so in their, this one eBay listing, mm -hmm. right, they had just a crazy long story about what it is that this paperclip or yeah. insert useless object here. Mm -hmm. And these, all these things sold for like $60, $70, mm -hmm. right? Just consistently kept bidding up, um, bid and bid and bid. Whereas the other paperclip, right? No bids. Yeah. Maybe once, like it was just, it was nothing. And having a story yeah. aspect to it changed the game so significantly. Yeah. Um, and, and so back to the Etsy or whatever things, right? If you create that storyline, yeah. that dialogue of whatever it is, of trying to write yeah. some type of additional thing, you empower the emotional aspect yeah. of things, which is far, far greater. Of a <laughs> now, there, there are a ton of YouTube videos on this, on how to learn how to write that compelling story and, and that sort of thing. So if you, as a listener, if you are wondering, well, how do I do that? I would check out YouTube and and uh, look up story selling, 
and uh, you, you'll find a ton of information there. I'm hopefully we're talking to individuals that are all, you know, the same age-ish as us and live with the internet, etc. There is not a single thing that you cannot find how to do on the yes. internet. Yeah, that's it very is, true. Given, the, given a specific amount of time, you'll be able to figure it out, mm-hmm. um, write searches, etc. It is awesome. What else, what else do you have? Um, scoop dog poop. Ooh. Now, now, this is one in particular that is of interest to me because we just tried to get my oldest daughter to do that. Right. And I offered to pay her $10 to go into the backyard and pick up the dog's poop. And what was the response that I got? Absolutely not. Right. I would rather not pick up dog poo than have $10. It probably would have taken her all of 10 minutes to do it. Right. Yeah. But resounding no to being willing to do it. And so I think if a kid had the stomach for it and and was able to do it, man, you could make a killing going into at people's houses and picking up dog poop right um litter boxes another thing bathing dogs um selling dog treats so homemade dog treats that sort of thing one Uh, one that i um have uh, come across yeah again this is more older individual potentially but teaching the elderly computer skills oh yeah that's a good one because you know, a lot of the elderly love to spend time with the younger generation. Yeah. Right. But learning Word or uh, yeah. Excel or how to use the internet. Or, frankly, I had a our neighbor um, who has now since passed. Um, he was ninety five, mm-hmm. and he realized that I was pretty good with computers. And he would have a problem every now and then, and he'd mm-hmm. ask for me to come over, and mm-hmm. I'd be able to fix it. I maybe knew how to do the the proper answer but i also knew how to google yeah and you just figure that out right there yeah um and you solve it for them and they yeah. are eternally grateful um, yeah because even the teaching them how to google specific things is a, yeah. a pretty heavy aspect that would benefit you as well if you don't yeah. know all the search operators that's et right um so i'm i think that's a an underserved thing again, like looking for that unique trait that yeah. nobody's really doing. And hey, give me a call if you have a problem. Yeah. I know you will. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few more uh, unique things here for rural uh, kids that are growing up in a, a rural environment. So grooming horses uh, and clean, mucking out stalls, raising chickens to sell eggs. Right. Um, helping with horse barn chores, uh, those sorts of things. And then you've got, you know, selling baked goods yeah. uh, to to neighbors, that sort of thing. There was, so at the beginning of COVID, there was one of the neighbors here in our community who started making empanadas. Okay. Um, you know, like uh, Argentinian pastries mm-hmm. with meat and stuff in them. Yeah. And... They actually, they have turned this now into a full-time business because they were selling hundreds of empanadas a week and and selling them for $3 a piece, right? Making thousands of dollars a week making empanadas. And so if you, if you do something like something, something unique, like a unique baked good that people can't just pick up at the grocery store because yes. you can't buy empanadas here in, in at uh, the grocery store. Right. Um, you have a, a, a niche market that you yeah. can sell to. One other thing that is um, 
I don't know whether, I, unlikely that it exists everywhere in the world, but uh, something called Virage Sale or Craigslist mm-hmm. or maybe eBay potentially, but it's, a, you know, what's what's the other one that's um, Kijiji? Kijiji, um, yeah, Craigslist. Is another one, Craigslist, yeah, yeah I didn't mention, anyways, yeah. those online. Um, Facebook Marketplace. Th- thank you, that was yeah. a big one for sure. Um, essentially, almost arbitraging. Yeah, retail arbitrage. Um, There are countless of people out there that are just trying to get rid of stuff. Yeah. Right? That you could, if you know the value of something or other, you can buy them and then just wait for a bit and relist them yourself if you want or fix things up. Yeah. Um, I know um, there's a a place, Value Village, whether Mm -hmm. that's, I assume it's in the United States. Second hand. A thrift store. A thrift store. Thank you. As a common one, um, McKenna and Vanessa, my wife, have also gone in there every now and then, and you find some absolute gem of things that are yeah. like brand new baby clothes, which are insanely expensive, yeah. right? With tags on and things like that. Yeah. You buy those for $2, and then you go back and you sell them for 5 or 6 which is still way, way better um, than people buying new. And... Uh, they're able to come pick it up locally and yeah. you've just tripled your money right there. Yeah. Um, so I think that this side, that side gig as mm-hmm. well is something that's nice in the fact that it doesn't have necessarily a necessary committed hour timeline exactly. as well yeah. to it, right? It is something you can do when you have a moment because mm-hmm. kids want to be kids sometimes too. Yep. The walking dogs and, and a lot of the other things we talk about, they do have a schedule aspect yes. to them where you do have to commit, which teaches a whole lot of yeah. responsibility things. Absolutely. Uh, not, not nixing that at all, but mm-hmm. there are some other ones that you don't, you're not reliant on the time commitment as well. Right. Um, now let's talk really quickly about something that you, something else you do with McKenna that is online that she has really enjoyed and developed a skill set for. And it's something that I did with Allie as well, originally. She got tired of it, though, uh, quickly. She's starting to ask to start doing it again. But McKenna just seems to have flown with it. So what is it that you're doing with McKenna that is just, like, really, she's developed an incredible skill set for? Yeah, well, she's done some some voiceover work yeah. um, in the world. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, there's so many different benefits now, right now, because she's six, I'm doing a lot of the work, right? right. There's the post-editing. So there is a, it's not one of those um, easy jobs. That, it's not passive income. Uh, no, yeah. uh, not, well, it is for, no, it's not for anyone because she's yeah. doing the work as well. Um, but I'm involved in doing things and she's getting better at it as well. But there is definitely a commitment mm-hmm. um, from the time constraints yeah. uh, from the parent side for sure. Um, but she's... She's gone in there and put her herself out there, and mm-hmm. yeah, she's she's doing well. It comes and goes like everything. Yeah, um, that one is a little bit more difficult to try and like quote unquote optimize for. Yeah. Um, but you do learn how to read a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. You get a, access to so many different words and choices, and and how to present. And it's basically like little acting. Right, yeah. because you have to embody a character and trying to come up with something, and yeah, um, all the different ways that people can interpret something too. Yeah, it, it's it's now fascinating. There's, there's a number of other things that you could do with that. 
doing audiobooks for for children. Um, the website Fiverr, F I V E R R, has a number of different areas where kids can can do work. Um, in addition, kids can record themselves drawing a picture, doing a painting, those sorts of things, yeah. and and that can wind up being used for commercial purposes and and that sort of stuff. There are all kinds of yeah. things that can be done. We haven't even spoken about YouTube. No. That's another huge one. And potentially doing some videos about mm-hmm. some type of trait there. But yep. even if you don't know, like like your children, as you sent back uh, a while ago, they're learning how to say hello in a bunch yep. of different languages, right? Yeah. Recording the journey of yes. how you're learning is also just as like YouTube is an entertainment platform, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you can make something entertaining while you're also learning too and teaching something too, yeah, uh, people watch it out there. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's yeah. another big one. And I was going to say, as as kids get older, tutoring is a big one. And I think a lot of this is doing these sorts of things at scale, right? So not just one on one, but then utilizing technology to take it to the next step. So uh, doing that on YouTube or TikTok or whatever it may be. Um, you yes. know, you can, you can really maximize the amount of time that you're doing. If you, if you focus on making it educational and not just, you know, dancing in a bikini or that sort of thing, right? right. It's there. People are looking to learn and they're willing to pay to learn, yeah. which is why, you know, there's a lot more content, uh, consumption yeah. for those sorts of things. The people that end up doing well are the people that have figured out how to not only teach, but also entertain, mm-hmm. right? Um, if it's dry delivery, et cetera, well then that doesn't, but if, if it's something entertaining to keep your interest and learning as well, those yeah. ones absolutely crush. So I got a couple others here um, that are more in person, but sports related. So uh, coaching kids in in a sport, uh, coaching or or teaching a, a particular sport, um, running your own sports camp, right? Uh, okay. On, yeah. on, a, on a field here. Uh, yeah. Or even refereeing a sport. Right. So getting involved in in the official side of the sport and doing refing or umping, as it may be. Um, face painting at birthday parties, uh, braiding or doing hair at birthday parties, that sort of thing (laughs) at at kids' birthday parties. Oh yeah. For, there are so many different, it's unbelievable the styles that you can do with hair. Um, selling flowers. So growing a, a garden and then selling those flowers in bouquets or, or that sort of thing. Um, that one's a little harder, especially from early on is because you don't, that's a that's a committed amount of time before yes. you see any results. Yeah, and that but that can be an important skill to oh yeah a character trait to learn. Is no doubt, and, no doubt. There's yeah. a benefit there. It's just you know maybe that's, that's something that after you've learned mm-hmm. um, some other things that you can like yeah okay there's some it's a tough pitch for especially yeah. an early uh, younger one like no you're gonna set this aside you're gonna wait three months yeah <laughs> and then you're gonna sell it um yeah I mean. There are so That's many. A lot of ideas. Right? How many other ideas are out there? I mean, we're just two guys spitting out different things. Um, use your imagination and challenge. Guaranteed, your children have a lot more curiosity and imagination themselves. Yeah, and can largely come up with something. Just planting that seed, 
is what you want to do. And he gets them into the, the passion of what it is that they're interested in. And, and Hey, maybe there's some way to actually, and teaches them life skills that yeah. back to your robot, et cetera. No, you don't have to necessarily be uh, X. It's, yeah. You can start your own thing. You can sell empanadas. Like who mm-hmm. would have thought that pre COVID this person selling empanadas now as a business, right. Yeah. Um, would never have occurred to them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's, I, I think we've covered a lot of it. I think hopefully we've inspired you to help your kids get into entrepreneurship and, and that sort of thing. And I would love to see more parents get involved with their kids from that level and from an entrepreneurship and teach them that and help them to track what their costs are and how long it takes them to do things. And exactly as Graham said, go through and, and brainstorm with them ways that they can make it better. Uh, I, I think those are skill sets that will pay off tenfold throughout their lives. Yep. So um, this is one of the more passionate topics that we've had. Hey, where we could talk. Yeah, for a long time on this. And and I'm sure that we will end up getting into the money management aspect of things yes. too. Yeah. Um, because there's so many spin-off topics that we could discuss on yeah, this. Exactly. Um, but yeah, get your kids going on the, mm. the money side of things. For some reason, money is relatively important. It's not the end all and be all. No. Nope. Money doesn't necessarily make you happy, but yeah. it sure does make it easier. Yes. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> So thank you so much for for listening today. Uh, please take your t- take the time to go and subscribe and rate the podcast um, if you can. If you're on Apple, go down and hit that five star button. Uh, it really helps us out. And a written review goes a long ways. Um, tell us something about yourself. Tell us a, about a challenge you're having with your kids. Give us an idea for a topic you'd like to hear about. Um, that would be amazing. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. You can reach us at hello at flawedad.com. You can visit our website, flawedad.com. You can also find us on all the socials at the flaw or the flawed dad podcast is uh, our socials. Thanks so much and have a wonderful day. Bye everyone.